Welcome to Tropes and Tantrums. I'm Amber. And I'm Danielle. We are just two moms, never without our kids or our Kindles. Welcome back to Tropes and Tantrums. Danielle September book wrap-up. The wrap-episode. The wrap-episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not wrapping. Um, but we no. will wrap up. We will. We will. It so is- how was it for you? It was good. It was a good month. Um, you had a great book month, just saying. Like, you read one more book than I did. I really fought it. I was like, I gotta, I was like, I gotta up my game this I month. I told Alex last night when I was like, or during <laughs> the day, I like told him, I was like, damn it. And he's like, what? And I was like, Danielle is read one more book than fr- more than me and she was he was like so are we finding you like a small book to read or what and I was like no because I have to finish this other book and it's like no you know what I thank you I for giving that to really me thank you for giving month. that to me I appreciate like, it if you think about it the amount of books that I read this month and what I read this month it's quite and we'll get into it a yeah. little bit more but like literally I'm like I'm exhausted as you should be, as you literally um, should be. But I'm here. I'm excited to talk about it. You're here. I want to hear everything that you read because I'm proud of you. <clears throat> it was, it was a time. Honestly, it was. It was, and the fact that the month is shorter, September is shorter. We're short by one day. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but whatever, we did it. We did the thing. Okay. Um, should I just yeah dive jump right in? in? Okay. I read 12 books this month. What the hell? Um, And 10 of those were on the TBR. I I don't know if we go by like 10 of 12 or if we say like, because I had 15 on my TBR and I, so technically it was like two thirds, which is fine. I'm happy about it. We're good. Um, But we are at 69 books for the year. Mm -hmm. Um, The goal. The goal was 50 books for the year. Um, so technically, I could hit 100 if I wanted to, reading ten, reading an average of 10 books for the next three months, which I, is doable. I'm not upping my goal because I don't want to like get anxiety because of that. So um, you're just overwriting your goal? or Yeah. Okay. Well, so right now I'm on StoryGraph. I'm at seven. I upped it to 75, but okay. on Goodreads and on... Um, some other sh- oh is my kindle maybe a kindle app? i don't know it's still at 50 so it's okay. like 140 percent or some okay psycho shit um but yeah it was a good 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 book month um like i said 12 books for the month was really 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 a feat um in and of itself because it was like a literally almost like one book every other day technically in the yeah. technical sense but um it was a good it was a good book month um average rating um 4.1 stars for all the books i read which was really solid i'm happy about it um yeah it was a good it was a good month what good. about for you okay so Going in, I had 20 books on my TBR, and I had a surprise of eight arcs. <laughs> Which is normal. It's normal shit. Well, especially when I thought, like, I had, like, three or four. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, surprise. But the book gods laughed and said, <laughs> just you wait. The book gods laughed at all of the PR teams for all these books. <laughs> Literally. Um, so I read a total of 11 books, three off my TBR, 
Well, technically two, and then I threw one in as like an ender because I needed to read the first book before I could read the art oh, that's right. for the next yep. month. So I just like threw that one in there. So I read th- two books off my TBR, and then one I threw in last minute. So three books off that. I DNF two books, and I read eight arcs. That's really solid. And I DNF'd Priest, and then I DNF'd The Nanny. The Nanny, which I wish I would have DNF'd, but... Overhyped both of those books, in my opinion. I... I mean, I got 30% into Priest, and the people I talked to about that book who have read that book, when I made the point of... Is the spice just that good that you look past the no no plot thing? Or is there a plot? And they were like, oh, crap, I think you're right. And I go, okay, so I'm shutting this book and I'm going to move on because I'm not. Like, this isn't no. going anywhere. Then The Nanny, I that's was, that was our book club read. But we're – and here's the thing. We're going to talk about it, but, like, everyone in the book club ugh. is going to hear about it on Thursday. It's – Nine pages in and I was like, I can't. Well – Here's the way the she described him walking up to her at the restaurant, she I was, was like, an- okay, I'm done. She was no, – no, no, no. it was a literal like – She was annoying AF. I could not – with actually either of them, either the female main character – I don't even remember their names, to be honest with you. I read the whole book. I was miserable most of the book. Um and you waited until, and I told Amber this, because hyped is, everybody loved it. Yeah, I and don't get it. <laughs> you didn't even get spice until the 40% mark. And I'm like, Oof. bro, what? what? Like, what are you talking about? And yes, there was a significant amount of spice after that, but it like wasn't great. They were really awkward and uncomfortable. I think the whole scenario was awkward and uncomfortable. The whole plot line was like... I don't know. It was just not it for me. And I was, and I would, because now talking to you, I actually feel better because I was, I have this phenomenon that I believe wholeheartedly in with books Mm -hmm. is that the placement of when you're reading the book in relation to other books matters. And I agree with that. And I think that sometimes a, a book that I think was maybe eh, would have been elevated had it not been read after a really good book. And so I was kind of worried. I was like, did the nanny just get bad book placement? Because I finished the nanny after um, one of my favorites this month that I'm going to talk about, You With a View. And I was like, did I just happen to read them at the same time? And the, and you with the view just so superseded that the nanny just looked really bad in comparison. But talking to you and talking to um, a couple of the other girls in book club, I, I don't think that that's the case. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't it. It wasn't it. I'm not going to not say like maybe. I hate you. like bashing a book. No. Like and I I'm, hate it. Well, and I hate DNFing a book. Yeah. Well, there's an exception to I that rule. I was going to say that. that. Yeah. yeah. But if you um, know, you know. Yes. Uh, but it just, and I hate DNFing. Like, it just gives me such a pit. And I feel bad. But it, like, it, the writing is short to, to read, bad, read books. bad books. In my, and if it does, it's not no, fitting it's, the vibe I'm looking for, then it's time to move on. And I have so many books, as do you. Yeah. On our TBR, that it's, and my whole thing is, I feel guilt. Um, DNFing 
our book club books because it's my book club. So I feel correct. So, and I feel, I feel bad too. So I always feel bad. But here's the thing. Uh, nobody gives an actual F in that book club, whether you read the book or not. No. Everyone's just there for the vibe. I think we all went into it. I mean, we're there to read, right? We're there to read. We read. If you're into the book, you'll read the book. If not, you're just there for the vibe because the vibe is great. Um, no, no new members. No new members. We'll stick our pit bull on you. Um, but it's just one of those things where. I had another one it's, that that happened so to me. It's so hard to read books that just don't bring you joy. No. And then like, okay, so my other book club read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Mm-hmm. I, 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 did, I said this on the last time I recorded that I'm not rereading the book. So I sat mm-hmm. there and I listened to everyone. And I initially said, I receive no, I will receive none of the talk that this book was not good because it was good. It was a hit or it was a almost hit for people. Like, okay, it good. Because I was going to say, I thought you said a miss. You thought no, you were going to no, say a miss. I was like. No, was- there's people who like were like, one girl listened to it and she's like, if I would have read it instead of listening to it, I don't think I would have finished. Um, and I was like, Interesting. Um, I just think that sometimes, like, it just hits different for people mm-hmm. because sometimes those Life, books yeah. aren't – that doesn't fit their views or values or whatever. And, yeah. And that's fine. And I'm not going to shame anybody for that because sometimes no. I feel the same way about certain mm-hmm. books. Um, but it was nice that it wasn't, like, no one DNF'd the book. Thank God. I – I would have, I would have been depressed. I would have been. I mean, one girl actually did DNF the book. Now that I'm thinking about it, she did DNF, but she, someone like spoiled it for her. Like she texted someone and was like, "Okay, can you just ruin the book for me?" Because she just thought Evelyn was yeah. inseparable, and I was like, "I can kind of get behind that." Evelyn but, is inseparable. That's why we love her. And but she owns <laughs> it, right? Because she owns it. Because she's like, but I'm for not me, for everyone. But it for me though, like what she was doing in the time period that that book took place, like. Was what women everywhere was doing. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, it, we've now like Evelyn could do no wrong in my eyes. So it's so, like Taylor Swift. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> honestly, honestly, but it's okay. Like it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. And every book I, is I not for that. everyone. And it's exactly why the the next book club read for that book club is Thorn of Glass. And I'm like, I'm Thorn, out. Thorn like, of Glass. Yeah. Th- yeah. Thorn of Glass or whatever. I'm like, I love all of you. And I'm probably being dramatic, but I'm not a fantasy reader. Like, I can't. I don't I have, have time. Let me just tell I'm you. I'm not adding it to my list. Today. I'm really sorry. Enjoy. I hope everyone loves it. I hope I have some, finishes it. I do have some hot Sarah J. Mass takes today <laughs> because I did, promise, I did promise everyone on one of our previous episodes that we were going to come back to the ACOTAR series and talk about my thoughts and where I'm at. I can't wait. Okay. So, 11 books. Yes. With those eight arcs. DNF2. And DNF2, which was a lot. Um, yeah. So do you want to do your favorites? Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like you right now. I'm so proud of you. So I technically, technically had four favorites. Oh, I love that. Um, They were all my five-star reads for the month. Um, because the month I had, the books were either really, really freaking good or like could have done without. 
Like, so it was really no in between, which is Got so it. funny. Um, yeah. So my top four for the month, um, we're just going to get in the likely event right out of the way. I'm not talking about it on this episode um, because we're going to obviously talk about it. It was one of my top for the month. This is probably going to be one of my top for the year. Um, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> oh, my God. We can't talk about it because can't, talk about can't it. Okay, pass. It's great. Please listen to our next episode um, when we dive deep into it. And if you have not read it, please take this opportunity to add it to your TBR immediately. Pick it up, read it. It's on Kindle Unlimited. You need it. You need, need it, it yesterday. Literally. Um, other books, uh, The Seven Year Slip, um, incredible, amazing. I'm actually so thrilled to be reading another one of her books for Book Club for October because the writing was this is a high this is a high statement coming for me. The writing was as close to Emily Henry as I've ever read. As far as the writing style goes, and if you know and Emily, you're a huge Emily Henry fan. I am. And it was as close to feeling like I was reading Emily Henry as and, and no like author was amazing. So like that's a really high statement for me to make. Um Taylor Swift's song Right Where You Left Me perfection right literally from the beginning of the book i was like this is it this is the song um second chance romance uh new york city setting forced proximity sweet nicknames differing timelines and grief representation i'm not going into it anymore because amber does have it on her tbr and i will not spoil eventually yes. eventually i will not spoil it for her but, but you catch up next you <laughs> need it has it has just really great vibes it's it's very odd because it has it takes place like summer but it's fall vibes i don't i cannot i cannot <laughs> explain to you what that feels like it's just like comfort to read and i just like i tabbed the shit out of it i cried multiple times it was so freaking good please like honestly add it to your fall tbr like yesterday it was so good um the next one is you with a view um i was very much in my rom-com era this this um what's it called this month um minus in the likely event was not a rom-com <laughs> definitely not a rom-com yeah um you with a view um taylor swift song timeless it's so Oof. good um that song belongs to the things we leave no finished by no no, no. Yaros. i promise you i did not because timeless came out post, post so that's book. why i didn't okay. choose yes. it i know um but it was still available which i'm glad because i needed it for this this one <laughs> um this one was so great rivals to lovers road trip um summer road trip one bed we love it um past present timelines love letters grief representation the banter was so good spice impeccable um really cute premise i'm not spoiling it because it literally happens in the first chapter but basically she um she finds her grandmother has recently passed away who she was very close to she finds a box of love letters and photographs of a mystery man that she was with in the 50s not her grandfather has no idea who this man was she posts a video on tiktok and says does anyone recognize this man in the photo with my grandmother um comes forward um someone says that's my grandfather they happen to live in the same city and all these things ensue um such a cool just such a cool premise and like i'm a tiktok girl so like this stuff like really hit for me um 
honestly, just a really, really solid read. Very like, just like I said, rom-com-y, good, but like five-star rom-com, just so we're clear. Um, the, ne- the next one was also another rom-com. <laughs> um, out on a Limb, uh, Taylor Swift song, Lover. Let me just tell you, I have held on to Lover for the entirety of the year to use for a book because I, I we are now in September. So for me to have made it to the la- to one of the last books of September to use Lover is really solid because Amber and I talked about it. Um, once a song is gone, quote unquote, it's gone. <laughs> it's so chaotic. It's so stupid. But I have a playlist and you can't add duplicate songs to your playlist. So I use that That's as like my, my barrier. Um, you can find it on Spotify. If you want the link, please DM us and I will send you the link to the playlist of all the books I've read via Taylor Swift songs. Um, like I said, I have saved Lover till the end and I really was like, do I do it? Do I not do it? Because I finished it yesterday morning. Um, Out on a Limb is Pregnancy Trope. So if you are not a pregnancy trope early. Accidental pregnancy trope, right? Yes, accidental pregnancy trope. Not a spoiler. It happens in the first chapter. So it's not, again, not a spoiler. It's probably on the back of the book as well. I don't have the back (laughs) of the book because I read it on my Kindle. Um, Accidental pregnancy trope, not like most accidental pregnancy tropes. Yes, it's still what it is, but it was different. It wasn't the same. Um, Incredible disability representation throughout the whole book. Uh, Forced proximity, he falls first. So funny, so enjoyable, amazing banter, uh, impeccable spice. Just so freaking sweet. Like, it was just such a good book. The epilogue was incredible. I'm an epilogue girl through and through. (laughs) So it was very good. I enjoyed enjoyed it so much. I just, it was a real, like I said, my five stars this month were five stars. And that's where it was like, it was actually really hard for me to pick like one favorite because I have like that little chart that like yeah. charts them. It's very stupid. Now I'm now I'm like struggling to go through and like pick a favorite, but I did and it's fine. But I know that for the year, if Fourth Wing doesn't come out first, it'll be Iron Flame, which I have another like month to, function before we have iron flame add to the tbr um i do need to update about my akatar journey oh yes because um we are now four books down four of five um with now just getting news that she is writing i guess the sixth book i did not read the thing because i don't want spoilers um about the series because spoilers are plentiful about the akatar series obviously um, and her whole world, because her whole world is interconnected. Yeah. Um, so I read the, um, I finished A Court of Wings and Ruin. Amazing. Great book. Five stars, no. Four stars, yes. The right, She's an incredible writer. Um, she does romance fantasy like no one else in a consistent manner. Because I'm not saying, obviously, okay. Rebecca Yaros, just like, can do no wrong in literally any genre. I'm, I'm convinced now. <laughs> um, great book, A Court of Wings and Ruin. Heavy, thick, just a lot of plot, a lot. And it's just, it's a lot for me. And it's good. They're good, good books. Um, took me a long ass freaking time to read that book though, because it's like almost 800 pages. It's Oof. like, it's a long time. It's heavy. I don't know how any of you who are out there read the Akatar books not on your freaking Kindles. 
Are you kidding? Your hand, your like arm muscles must be very strong because those books are so fucking big to carry around. <laughs> not going to be me. Not going to be me. I would love to own them just like to have them maybe, but like not to read them out of that book. Um, so it's good. It was good. The writing is good. I have four stars based on the writing. Um, I got the wrap up I needed. So then you get to A Court of Frost and Starlight, which I wasn't going to read this month. And then I was like, I just want to get through it, honestly, because it's yeah. like, it's a novella, but like their novella is like 300 pages. So it's like a quarter of a, a novella for us is like, is like 180 something. Yeah. Yes. And so I was like, all right, I'll just knock it out. It was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. It was three stars because it was still well written. Still well written. Unnecessary. Because it was like, and I, and I don't want to give spoilers away, but like it just didn't, it just didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Did it add a number to my book count for the month? Yes. Absolutely. But like, did it need to happen in the course? No, because now the fifth book, which is on my list, I went back and forth. Do I add it to my TBR for October and just close the chapter? Of close Akatar? the chapter because in November you've got Iron Flame and you're not going to want to be reading no. anything in Akatar. No, I really, because nothing will hit. Nothing will yeah. hit. Um, and then December we have um, Ruthless Vows from the second one from Divine Rivals. So this it's yeah. I'm booked up. You, I'm booked up for fantasy like, books. You're like rom com between November to January. Like yeah, only no. I besides can't. those two books. No, and I have a lot of. I actually have a lot of fantasy books this month, but I know I'm not going to be able to pass this month. So I've got to like knock them all out. Yeah. Um. So fifth book, even bigger than the <laughs> biggest book. <laughs> Um, different characters POVs um, because now we're like close the chapter of the previous characters POV okay. um, Feyre if you read the first Akatar it's not I'm not spoiling anything Feyre was the POV in the first book yeah. um, and continues that way through the four books um, except the novella had about seven different POVs which if you know me I hate like 900 POVs like just give me two I just need to. I don't need 900. Um, again, probably another reason I rated it three stars. But fifth book, different POV, different characters, same characters, same world, different POVs, different story, whatever. So I started reading it yesterday. I'm about 10% in. Um, I don't know. I, I I hate to say I don't understand the hype, but from of, of Avatar. Okay. Um, the second book. Um, a Court of Mist and Fury, incredible, amazing, could have been its own book. And like we could have maybe done without the others, to be honest with you. Like I didn't need the other books. Interesting. And maybe that's like a really hot take and I, people are going to like really come for me. I mean, I'm proud of you for continuing though because like I didn't. I know. I just, I'm struggling through it. It's just, they're really, they're. she's an incredible writer. No offense to her, literally all. She doesn't actually have any social media, so she'll never hear this anyway. But, like, she's an incredible writer. And her ability to storytell is insane. Her world building, incredible. I am, by definition, not a fantasy girly, except for now I am. So we, so now I feel like I... There's an exception to the rule. I'm, I feel like I'm now qualified to offer my opinions. I just, the fifth book apparently is also the spiciest of the books. So... We will see if that makes up for our time in Akatar. <laughs> um, the, the second book was probably one of my favorite books of the year, truly. But I didn't need any of the other shit, to be honest with you. At this point, I did not need any of the other shit. Um, yeah. 
And the other book, like I said, the other books I read this month were just, um, they were just okay. They weren't like amazing. They're not standout. And again, I think it sucks because you're in a month with really great reads. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for all the books um, in in November who have to come against Iron Flame. Um, But yeah, overall, um, where, what else do I have to say? I think I had nothing else. Um, Oh, because we're talking about it, uh, 15 out of 15 on the Kindle challenge for summer. Oof. Amazing. Incredible. Wow. I was a 12 out of 15. I was so stressed because (laughs) I had the nanny on. The nanny almost screwed me over, y'all, because I would have lost my shit. I actually... Okay. Um, I actually almost (laughs) did lose my shit. I texted Amber and I was like... I cannot because the nanny was downloaded from the library on my Kindle that was on airplane mode because I have a Kindle that's on airplane mode and a Kindle that's not. But the problem is, is that obviously if your Kindle's not connected to the internet, it doesn't sync with the Kindle app. Correct. But what I found out is that if you turn your Kindle back off airplane mode, it will sync and those days will count. Interesting. So then you're not losing your streak. But... I thought that there had been a glitch because the book had been taken off of my Kindle. So technically, I it looked like it didn't count because the book didn't exist anymore. Oh. And so I was legitimately going to lose my shit. Yeah, you texted me and you were like... I don't want to talk about it. It was so bad. Like, uh, I don't... Can we not talk about it? And I was like... But oh, then, okay. But then, then always texted me ten minutes later, and you're like, "Never mind," because y'all, I clicked the sync button about seventy five freaking times because I was dead. I was like, "This shit better freaking work. This shit better work." I re- I fought through the nanny for this. So like, give me because here's the problem: the one, the one I had fourteen out of fifteen. Okay. The one that I was missing was the full month of reading because oh. one day. I didn't read one day, um, not one day, one, the both of the one day in each month. So one day in June and one day in July. Oh, okay. I didn't I read. I see what you're saying. So I needed that last month. Like I needed, it's my last opportunity in, sorry, in July and August. That was what it is. July, August and September. <sighs> Y'all, I thought, I was like, there's no way. There is not a chance. I was setting an alarm that I was making sure that I like was reading on the Kindle app just in wow, case. Wow, you took this really seriously. I had 14 out of 15. I could not let this die. Okay. So if you know me, it, this is tracks. I'm just like a I mean, literal psycho. Good for you, but I, damn. I just couldn't have 14 out of 15 okay, like for the fair. month. That was like, and it was like the one that I was like in control of. It wasn't like it was something I wasn't in control of. Yeah. Um. And I straight was like, okay, we're doing this. And you guys, seeing yesterday that it's a challenge completed was one of the highlights of my month, honestly. Because it was like I had really – it's been a month, you guys. It's been a long month. So you know what? We celebrate all the wins, all the little things. It was a really big deal. I had never be- gotten a month, of, like a quarterly Kindle challenge. I already got two out of 15 for this month already for this thing. Because it's literally like if you pick up a book today, 
then yeah. you like get one, which is fine. I'm here for it. Like I said, 15 out of 15 on the Kindle challenge, killing it out here. Um, also, all my books were pretty much my little thing was emotional. And I did have a sliver of dark, which apparently was from In the Likely Event, which I was like, yes, mm. yes. I was like, it's the war. I know, I know, but like technically, is I it like I hate my story graph graph this month because why? it doesn't depict what I actually read. Because because you read a lot of arcs. Well, yeah, because it's all user added added, and so it doesn't like seriously depict what I actually read. Did I read a lot of emotional books? Yes. Did I read a lot of dark? Yes. Does that represent into the graph a graph absolutely not so that's a little fresh well they said the nanny was the f- only fast-paced book i read this month and the nanny was not fast-paced <laughs> whatsoever because let I me just know. tell you um the most fast-paced book i read this month was the one i just finished on which was the prequel novella of pucking around oh i'm reading pucking around next month you have to read the novella first oh you have to it's 75 pages it's so good. You're going to okay. be like, wow, I'm so glad. Because I asked Becca. I said, Becca, do I have to read the novella? And she said, yes, read the novella first. Okay. It's so good. Okay. It's, yeah, it was, I finished it, yes, last night. Do you have to read the, no- the novella between, I think it's between two and three? No, before the first one. I know, but there's another novella in there. Oh, I don't know. I okay. d- literally. We'll have to ask Becca on Thursday then. Honestly, though, novella was A+. plus. Okay. So you're going to love it. Um, I already know. It's it hockey. W- well, and it's like the novella is 75% spice. Say less. But like 75%, but like for some reason, like, because you know me, like I we talked about, like I am a plot plus spice girl. Yeah. Like I need both. Usually the novella is like strictly no plot, just sex. It has enough. Pl- it had enough of like a plot and like character development for okay. me to actually like I added pucking around to my TBR this month. I didn't month. know that you were doing that because it's on my list. I didn't. Well, I wasn't going to have pucking around on my TBR for October, but then I read the novella as like my last book of this month. I was like, oh, let me just like see what it's about. Like if I like will like this. Yeah. Um, because it's not why choose the no, novella. No, 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 no. The novella is not why choose. Pucking around, around is. is. Oh, you're gonna read a, your first white. I, well, not technically my first why choose. If you know, I read that stupid one that I can't, France and I always talk about. I can't remember oh, the name yeah, of it, the yeah, terrible yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the novella hooked me enough okay. to read it. Okay. Oh, I'm excited about I know, because now we're going to talk about that next month, hopefully. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I'm sitting for my goal 103 out of 111. So I literally just. You're like right there. Eight books. So like oh, this month. Yes. So this month. Um, okay. So then my, I had three favorites this month. Ruthless Vows by Victoria Ellis. I read that as an arc. I talked about it in another episode. The arc episode. Um, our spontane the spontaneous episode where I, where I discovered Christina Lauren was two people. And they liked the post. They thought it was hysterical. You guys, we are here for it. Um, so just a reminder on that. I give it five stars. It's age gap, um, kidnapping, touch her and die, untouched heroin, temperature play, mafia, rival family, arranged marriage, dual point of view, and trigger warnings. 
Um, my other favorite was Tortured Beasts by Mandy Muse. I'm going to get more into that book during our arc segment um, because I did get read that as an arc. Um, I'm still – I've wrote, written the review. I've, <laughs> it's been I'm weeks. S- it's been weeks. I'm still processing. I'm still dealing, reeling, all the things, but – no notes, just read the freaking book. And obviously read Cursed Beasts first if you haven't already. And just like Danielle, In the Likely Event by Rebecca Yaros was literally just like before, no notes, just pick up the book and read it because you won't regret and it. And listen to our episode next week if you yeah. have read it. Please read it first. Spoilers yeah. abound. Um, yeah, seriously though, just can read the book i'm i texted my mother-in-law and i said i'm bringing two books with me on vacation for you and this is one of them because last time we were on vacation together i had her read the things we leave unfinished and she was like so good so i'm gonna have her i'm bringing this book for her to read that does bring up vacation i'm gonna have to add a question because when we film that episode i have a question okay write it down i will um and then i'll just jump right into arc segment Mm -hmm. okay perfect because I do not have any arcs this month. <laughs> um, well, I did have an arc, but we talked about it in our arc, arc episode. episode. Um, I will have an arc next month, though. Tis the damn season by Perfect. Kim F- Kimmy Freeman, maybe. So check that out. We'll have some more arcs as well. I'm reading one currently. Okay. So my first arc I'm going to talk about today is Tortured Beasts by Mandy Muse. I got, excuse me. Oh, my gosh. I lost my breath there for a second. Okay. Um, I got it from the author's agency. Um, You can get this on Kindle Unlimited. It is book two in the Belladonna and Her Beast series. You have to read Cursed Beast first. Um, But so the blurb, nothing is ever easy as it seems. The longer I'm trapped in this castle, the more complicated things get between me and these beasts. Lucian and I are mated. Eon is slowly coming around, but Zev, well, he still wants to kill me in and out of bed. As I learn about their past and present, falling for all three of three of them strains the thin tie that binds us. For any of us to have a future, the curse must be broken. On top of all of it, um, my cheating husband won't be deterred by the beasts. He'll do anything to break me out of this doomed castle. I want to be free, but not with him. Not after what he did to me. What's that old saying? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Eon and Zev may not like me, but altogether they'll protect me from him. The stakes have never been higher. Can we work together to break the spell, or will our histories and hate be all be our ultimate destruction? So, I say this a lot that I go into books blind, especially arcs, especially Mm -hmm. arcs. Like I just read tropes and then. I don't read anything else that I get from the things that I have to post about and stuff like that. This gives me chills and like makes me just like want to read it again. I was like, (laughs) you're like, you're like, I'm here. I'm ready. Let's do this again. Okay. So the tropes is primal, breeding kink, um, paranormal romance, forced proximity, enemies to lovers, touch her and die, MMM. F-M-Y-2, so that's male, male, female, male. Reimagine Beauty and the Beast and multi- multiple point of view. The rating I gave it, five stars, but like obviously, truly. Obviously, infinity. Infinity, really. like literally. Anyone who knows, um, you know. And spice is like four to five chili peppers for me. 
So the review. Once again, like I'm just, she does it again. Like, I don't know how she She had to write. I'm sure here's the thing. She had to write this review down really more for the fact of like, she had to contain herself. I like, but I also want to make sure I don't give anything away. Cause like, that is one thing I do with my reviews is I try, especially when I have to write them. Yeah. For the authors, like, and y'all, she really, it took me, wrote this one. Like it took some time together. Lots of drafts. (laughs) Um, I literally was on the edge of my seat the whole time because it literally picks up um, a few days after the Curse Beast finishes. And that was just jaw-dropping. The growth for all of the characters in this book was great, even for Grumpy Zev and the relationship between um, Kat and Lucian because they are mated. So they can feel each other's mm-hmm. like energy and things yeah. like that. I love a mated book. Love it. But like you can like feel it yeah. coming off yeah. the page. Yeah. Like all like she's in the room with Lucian and you can just like feel that like the fact that he just like he just wants to protect her and like shot like that's cover how it her is. from that's everything. Akatar also. And then it's like with um Eon He's so level-headed and, like, clear on how it should all work and how not just, like, the dynamic, but, like, just how they should really focus Mm -hmm. on, like, fixing this curse, breaking the curse so they can all live their lives, right? He's just – he remains this, like – he's emotional about about it because he loves Lucian, but he also loves Kat, but is, like, in this, like, back and forth of, like – do I mate with her as well? Like, yeah. Because he has this, like, almost urge to. Like a push and pull. Yeah. Um, but, like, as they just, like, they're still trying to figure out how to break the curse and what's to do next. Um, they're all, Kat's relationship with each of the men is is very different. Like, she's mad at Lucian and, like, pushing him away, but, like, needs him because of their their mates. So, like. She feels lost without when he's not near, but, like, wants to push him away because he's not being truthful with her. So they're, like, learning this, like, weird dynamic. Yeah. Because she is very independent. Like, she grew up in a family full of witches and doesn't have any magic. So she has a voice and can stand up for herself and is independent so she's trying to be that person, but mm-hmm. also be what they need her to be. Yeah. So she's trying to find her way as well as fit in with the dynamic of where they're Absolutely. at. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but as, like, the story goes on, there's more secrets that are uncovered of the past and the present. And the wolves, everyone's on edge, right? Because everyone's like, will her ex-husband come back? Will he come back? Um his name is cast on not gaston but with a c cast on mm-hmm. and they're like will he try to come back because he did come back and curse beast and walked through the walked through the shield like and they couldn't explain it um but their wolves lucian eon and zev's wolves they're on edge they mm-hmm. like they are sensing something that is coming and so they're constantly like running the perimeter and like trying to figure out what's going on and things like that, and it's intense, um, and every makes everyone kind of uneasy. But 
one thing that everyone is feeling, including Mr. Potter, who is a ghost mm-hmm. who takes care of the boys, um, he – I shouldn't call them boys. They're literally men um, – who take, pretty much just takes care of them uh, – can like sense this change like something that like a they, disturbance of some sort n- no no he's feeling like like a good change yes oh, okay so okay. there is a change like they have never felt inside this castle before with any other belladonna oh i love that so they're like this is it like we need work together so he says this especially to zeb because he's just so stubborn because and the way i put it and i he actually DM'd um, Mandy Muse about this because mm-hmm. I was like, this is one of my favorite relationships is Zev and Kat because they love to hate each other, but they hate to love each other. Mm-hmm. So they like deep down, they know that they have to love each other. Yeah. But like they, they're fighting it and they just fight tooth and nail. And you can like literally like feel that just like coming off, off the that page. page. And I like DM'd her that and she's like, I've never had someone put it that way and I could never put it into towards, but that's like perfection. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> say less. You're like, I needed that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but to wrap it up, like for the ending, I, I just, I can't. Like I'm still <laughs> processing my jaw hit the floor. Like I had a friend who read Curse Beast just based off my review mm-hmm. that I posted on my, my bookstagram. And so she was like, I cannot wait for this to come out. She read it and was like, when is book three coming? And I was like, girl, I wish I could tell you because I have no idea yet. But like jaw hit the floor. Like I'm, I still think about it. Like I can't get past it. Um, So anyway, so the quote, um, this is actually something Mr. Potter, it's cut in half a little bit. And something Mr. Potter actually said to Zev to, like, mm-hmm. get him to, like, shape up. But it's, Katrina is the other half of your moon, the day to your night and the sunshine to your rain. She is all your ma- all of your matches in every way, and there's no woman better suited for all of you than her. Oh, my God. I love that. So, yeah, that – I literally could just talk about – I cannot wait for book three. Like, I need it tomorrow. <laughs> You're like, can you finish? And I, and I need paperback to become available so I can – put it on my shelf because i need it you're like it has to be on the <laughs> shelf with the others thank it, you it does. okay so my second one um too fast by abby Millsaps. i got this one also from the author's ag- agency you can find it on kindle unlimited this is book two in the boys of La- lake chapel series um you need to read too safe before you read this book um it is a like it picks up right where the last one Mm -hmm. um, ended so the blurb lake chapel was supposed to be my fresh start an opportunity to reinvent myself my chance to finally live now i'm grappling with the demons of my past and losing to survive this setback i'll need the support of the four possessive domineering men who think i belong to them but can my captors really be my salvation Worlds are bound to collide. Friendships will be tested. Rivalries are revving up. And I can't slip back into the dark. Not not now that I know what it's like to live in the light. For the first time in my life, it's more than just me I'm fighting for. It's them. Killian. Locke. Decker. Even Kendrick. It's all of them. And all of us together. My name is Josephine Mayer. 
But that hasn't always been my name. What will the boys of Lake Chapel think when they finally learn the truth? <sighs> chills. <laughs> You're like, I've like, read it. You're I, like, I've read it and I saw it. I read the book chills. and like, I don't read this until I write it. Like, You're it's like, just insane. So the tropes, why choose, uh, who hurt you, found family, stats, daddy. Oof, he's something else. Uh, grumps, give in, sports, romance, multiple point of view and um trigger content warning a little bit um there are five chapters that are quite heavy um and they like are like kind of in a row uh the rating i gave it was four stars and the spice was four chili peppers so good <laughs> so, <laughs> so I can't. it was good like it picks up like a few days after uh two saved ends and it's intense like you can instantly feel a change with Kendrick and Decker who have been like fighting their relationship almost with Joey um but I'm more in love with these boys and Joey as through this new book um everyone is scared and worried and on edge because Joey's been taken um, it's the wake-up call, like I just said, like Decker and Kendrick really needed to like mm-hmm. realize their true feelings for her. But as soon as the boys get their eyes and hands on her when she gets to the hospital, um, they just start to become more protective and possessive over her. Mm-hmm. Um, but like she's trying to navigate dealing with the trauma and it's reopening old wounds. Um Abby, the author, she does a really great job about talking about heavy heavy topics. Um, specific, like in this book, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes the setting safe. Like it's safe. And like you as a reader being a part of what Joey's about to sh- divulge about her past mm-hmm. to not only these four men that she's in love with, but also her best friend and her best friend's stepbrother like she's about to like spill all of her past secrets and even like i felt safe mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah the environment yeah like you just feel real safe um the as as they're working past the incident of shore week joey starts exploring her new relationship with kendrick and decker um decker's still like fighting her but their chemistry they like prefer to just go head to head and just mm-hmm. like fight each other tooth and nail for i don't want to say dominance is the right word but it's like just control yeah um but kendrick like softens for her and kind of like lets her in a little bit more mm-hmm. um um stat daddy killian he is i will never look at an ice cream cone with rainbow sprinkles the same ever again so thank you for that i don't know what that means i'll tell you off no i don't want to know because i want to continue to look at rainbow (laughs) sprinkled ice cream cones the same way like i don't i won't tell you but i will (laughs) never look at them the same um lock who originally fell he was the first one to fall for joey um was fighting it a little bit but once they had this conversation of like i just don't want Killian I want you as well like I Mm -hmm. want us all to like find this dynamic he like continues to be madly smitten with her and everything is good 
Um, the book does leave you off another jaw-dropping cliffhanger. And I literally can't wait for book three to figure out what's going to happen next. The quote that I picked was, you make me believe I am worthy. He gives me hope that there is a bright future ahead. If I can just stay present and stave off my demons long enough to get there, I feel capable, hopeful, with the four of you by my side. I want you, Decker. I want you for myself, and I want you to be part of what I share with all of them. I love that. Um, the next one. Sorry. <laughs> What are you apologizing so, for? You read more I arcs know, than I, I did, did this month. It's so, uh, okay, so the next one is Jet by Mackenzie Fox. I also got this one from the Authors Agency, and it is available on Kindle Unlimited. Book two in the um, New Orleans Rebels motorcycle series. The blurb, Jet is a gritty one-bed trope, forced proximity, and damaged hero heroine. Um, MC romance that with all the feels the men of the New Orleans Rebels motorcycle club will do anything for their club their their brotherhood a club who stands um, who stands mighty and above all else they take care of business New Orleans style the bikers may rule the city but the women of the club have their hearts and the men will do anything to protect what's theirs it is part of a series that can be read as a as a standalone with a happy ending um this book is recommended for mature readers 18 and older the tropes friends to lovers motorcycle club one bed possessive alpha toucher and die vibes dual point of view and content warning um jet and summer are just two people with a very dark past but needed some light mm -hmm. in their life and they got that light when they met each other and they like started their relationship mm -hmm. um jet may be possessive over summer but summer is also very protective over jet he does she doesn't want to anything bad to happen to him he she doesn't want to lose him because she's already lost so much um summer also grew up like deanna from cash's book in the motorcycle club mm -hmm. back in brackenridge and she doesn't have this urge to be possessed um possessed by a man owned i should just say owned mm -hmm. owned by a man especially in the motorcycle club yeah um but she will do do it for jet like honestly mm -hmm. she would just give everything up for him um the rebels continue to search for razor and deal with the mess that he created for them um this book is a little bit more action-packed than i expected but i really enjoyed the mm -hmm. action that was there there is spice and jet and summer are very explosive in the bedroom mm -hmm. um and i'm looking forward to learning more about hawk and jess um their book is coming out next oh, okay um but then the quote kind of like kind of just said it but i'll just say it again the idea of being owned by a man has never been my jam but when i think about being with jet i know it, it wouldn't be like that i love that so the last one, The Prism Society by Gabby Salas. I hope I'm saying that last name correctly. Um, the author author's agency again, um, also available on Kindle Unlimited. A vibrant cocktail of sensuality and consent and a deep dive into the unknown. What happens when you reconnect with the boy next door only to find that he's not the same boy anymore? Emma, a savvy interior designer with the with her entire life plan mapped out, finds herself diving headfirst into the most exciting project of her career, while an old friend turns into a tantalizing new flame. 
thrust. Sorry, it's supposed to say trust. <laughs> well, trust <laughs> in to the heart of. Uh, no, it's, no, it's thrust. Yes, thrust. it is thrust. Oh, gosh, why? <laughs> what the heck? Okay, thrust into the heart of New York City's most sensual club, the Prism Society. Emma discovers that Liam, her childhood best friend, is a co-owner, and and the boy she once knew is a man enticing mystery. As the layers of their past unravel, an intriguing future is revealed, one filled with tantalizing secrets and desires. Caught between her promising career and reigniting love for Liam and an enticing world of pleasure, she uh, faces a pivotal question. Will she dare to merge her old life with her gleaming world of with the gleaming world of the prism, prism society, or will she shy away from the spark that's kindling? That was a lot. Okay, tropes. Ch uh, childhood friends to lovers, he fell first, coming of age, small town to big city, solid female friendship, chosen family, sex club happenings, exhibitionism and voyeurism, good girl, and dual point of view. I gave this book four stars and two chili peppers. Okay, I really enjoyed this book. Um, I loved seeing... So, essentially, Liam is building. He's looking for property to design okay. a sex club. Okay. Which then becomes called the Prism Society. Okay. Um, so, seeing, like, the behind the scenes and, like, the wheelings and dealings and things like that mm -hmm. and what goes into that um, was quite interesting because usually if I read a book with a sex club, it's already been designed and it's already there. I have not read a book about a sex club. <laughs> Just not once have I ever been like, I've wondered about the work inner working. Day. I've never, literally never. That's so, so if funny. I wanted to learn about you the should. inner workings, this is the book for me. Apparently. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed the friendship between Emma and Jesse. Emma and Jesse were, um, college roommates and they just they're both okay. in design and this is they're just really good for each other especially jesse for emma because jesse kind of pushes emma out of her comfort zone a little bit okay um at points i honestly wanted to shake emma and just be like girl it's time to grow up and have these conversations like mm -hmm. let's those happen those a lot moments. within uh i feel like he falls first books that and like coming of age stories yeah like they're trying to find their footing in this new world they're coming out of college or yeah. a bad relationship mm -hmm. or whatever it is yep and it's just, just like a holding back yes and you're just like come on because like they, let's get they, it together they would fight or they would yeah. disagree about something and she'd run away and then yeah it's like no no no, no. we're now in the real world we need to have real conversations yeah. nope totally so that there were points like that like i just wanted to like yeah. shake them but like as a reader i could look past that because her growth in the end was worth it was worth it got it um she has something that she needed to overcome and as soon as she did it, it felt like she was breathing again for like the first time mm -hmm. which was like you could feel like you could like literally feel the weight come off her shoulder and you felt that like first breath like no, this in the is book. the world yeah, I while want reading to be. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, Liam, Liam grew up in like a cult vibe household. Okay. So when he went away to college, he's two years older than her. Okay. So when he went to college, he was this newfound freedom. Because it's like you're, when you come from like a sheltered environment, it's like completely different. Correct. 
And so she, like, so he explored and he found this lifestyle. Lifestyle, <laughs> exactly. But he's lo- looking to, like, build a place where it's consensual and safe and yeah. there's education. That's this. That doesn't come, education-wise, doesn't come with a a sex club. Like, they're talking, performing safe sex, like, how to perform these acts and still be safe, whether mm-hmm. you're in this environment or you're at home. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was kind of really interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, let's all be safe and, like, learn the ins and outs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um um when he was shown the right path it led him to like where he is now and like back into emma's life which i think where he truly needed to to be be. yeah um liam and emma are a great team and what they are creating for people is going to be great that's cool um Mm -hmm. the quote i was not the emma that stepped into spectra with trembling hands and starry eyes i was emma who dared to dream differently who is brave enough to let go of the past and look forward to the future that was truly my own. Oh, I love. So, like, her, who she was in the beginning to who she was at the end of the book, very different people, but in the most beautiful. I love way. character growth like that. But like, that's and that's where I can like look past the fact that I wanted to shake her sometimes. Like, yeah, you're not happy at this job. You're not happy with the life that you're living. Yeah, go be with the person that you want to be with, and yeah. go do what you want to be. But it's almost like you're like, I have to, like, you have to get there. But, like, I want you to get there, like, yesterday. Yeah. Like, no, we could be there now. Like, today. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But n- those those were all really great books. So I'm excited. Really solid. Um, what do you have coming for October? All right. Let's. Um, Anything exciting? Yeah, I think. How many books are on your TBR at least? Uh, monthly TBR. Let's look. Because um, I told Amber yesterday, I, like, have my TBR, like, running for, like, November already and, like, for, like, December, which is I wild. Um, I usually start that so while I read. 16 for October. I know I won't oh, get same. to all of them, but uh, quite a few physical books uh, that I'm just trying to, like, not trying to get over, but, like, I have them on my shelves that I've been, like, yeah. saving. Um, qu- trying to get into, like the not spooky because it's me it's just like not spooky <laughs> but like the like halloween fall vibes um like i said i have the arc tis the damn season um that comes out at the end of october so i'll be reading it so once you get that arc segment it'll be already out so i have to knock that out probably um <laughs> closer to the beginning of the month um but yeah really solid reads like i said um, lots of fantasy um, that I'm trying to knock out because okay. come November, we are all about the dragons. So the dragons are going to be, that's it. That's There's nothing else. Yeah. There's only dragons. Um, yeah, just really, really solid books that I'm excited about reading this I'm, month. I feel that. I got 16 books on mine. I'm currently reading an arc. I was going to say, how many arcs? I want to say three or four. 
Until we get surprise ones. Surprise. Until the book gods laugh and go, ha, ha, ha. So you think. I want you, but like for me, like my like hope for you this month is that you get to read like actually some off of your TBR. Like your I would, actual. I would really appreciate that. Not that like, um, here's the thing. We love ARCs. We appreciate ARCs. We love being able to support oh, authors. It is amazing. We, but like my TBR is so long. I but, know. And, but I also do this to myself. I know. Right? Like I, I you sign, sign them up. up. But, but like I know off my TBR. I will get to two, for sure. I didn't, I Oh, no, three, for sure. Because I will read Dead Romantics for our book book club. club. Which we're actually, I I think we will all finish, honestly. I've heard amazing things, not in the the nanny way, but like in the way that most people really love it. Yeah. So Um, I'm buddy reading with my, one of my book friends, Olivia. We're reading Jinxed by Tori Heat. And that is like a haunted house. Why choose? That's going to so like, be me. Spooky vibe. I'm oh, kind of like really excited. and why choose. Um, and then our TNT book. Um, very. So definitely mm. three off my TBR this month. Guaranteed. Would I like to read more? Yes. Will I try my best to fit in them? Yes. I'm trying to knock out both arcs that I have currently. So that you can go to the TBR. Well, before I go on vacation. Oh, okay. Okay. And then, because, I mean, we're leaving the 6th, so hopefully by then I'll finish yeah. both. Um, And then I can, like, just read my TBR while I'm on vacation. Yeah. But I have two that... I think one, two, yeah, two on this list that like I would really, really like to read because mm-hmm. I'm getting both of those in the next coming months as okay. arcs, like the second book in the series. I have put things we left behind onto November. I did not. Okay. I didn't. It's I just, on my list to read this month, I but I don't it. know if I'll get to it. I, yeah, I pushed it to November because I was like, let me get all my fantasy. Like we said, like, let me get all my fantasy yeah. out. Yeah, because um, you're going to be like engulfed in Iron Flame because we're going to the per- the the release party. We're not going to the signing. Don't get me started. Danielle is not going to the signing, but she went to Eras Tour, so she'll be fine. I just don't understand how <laughs> I was able to get Eras Tour tickets, but not, I I stand by the fact that it does not make any sense. I was not I was able to get Eras Tour tickets, not able to get Iron Flame Rebecca Yarrow signing tickets. Honestly, though, Rebecca Yarrow seeing her in person, I like again. I think you might die. I think I'd probably die. I I just don't even know. But again, I'm not going to be seeing her. So it's not an issue we have to worry about everyone. (laughs) She can live to breathe another day. I know. But we are going to the midnight um, release, which I'm very excited about as well. I'm going for my sister because she'll be out of town. (laughs) And she's going for moral support. And I'm going for for moral support to keep her alive. Um, Because I'm very excited. Her, she posted a very, this is the last thing I'll say before I'm done. Um, she posted a picture, Rebecca Yaros posted a picture that she's traveling with her sister right now. Oh, and her sister was reading Akatar? No, her sister, no, her sister was not reading Akatar. Her sister was reading Iron Flame, but oh. she had the book jacket of Akatar so that, and then oh she like gosh. lifted I it. Even, I did not even catch that. She lifted it just slightly so you could see the spine says Iron Flame on it because like that lady would be jumped. Like <laughs> literally not, I would not personally jump her, but like, other people might um but literally no she literally slid it just oh, I enough thought it was just I no thought that. she said she said her sister did was reading akatar but she finished and so she pulled the book jacket off 
to slide onto Iron Flame, which um, honestly, okay. I understand because it's, it is honestly, they, I can't imagine. I am so freaking lit. I have all of these theories. Um, I'm <laughs> honestly, we talked about doing, um, a fourth, not a fourth wing, technically an Iron Flame themed episode, um, post release with me and Amber's sister. To talk no, about you, yeah. As soon as you guys will finish the book, which for me will be the next day. <laughs> I don't know about her, but no, because she's she's on vacation, yeah. not on vacation work but trip. She, yes, uh, no, she's no, gonna um, see her boyfriend. Oh, okay, well, um, well, that's long distance. It's fine. It's so, fine. There, but she will. She's gonna put on her Kindle and she's gonna read the book on her Kindle, and then um, she'll have. I am wondering. I'm trying to remember. If Fourth Wing was Ku when it originally came out or if it was just divine rivals that was ku i can't remember um i don't know she'll pay for it so she no i well care. yes but i told her i'd buy her i was like i'll go to the midnight release and get you a physical copy she's no but i'm freaking lit about it i will not stop talking about it um no i cannot talk about something i also like Taylor Swift and fourth wing. Well, I want you to be able to talk about it, and I'm not going to pick it up. I'm not going to pick no. it up. I'm not going to read it. So no. we, I figured someone who has read it should come on here and Gush talk about with it with me. You. So um, I volunteered also, my sister for it. She and she was down. I'm excited. Um, but also, we will be adding some fun elements to the podcast, hopefully, in the coming month ish that's the goal um we'll keep you guys updated it's on gonna be that. super fun i'm excited um but yeah we are just like loving living life moving and grooving as amber would say we're moving and grooving. i didn't even realize the captions weren't accurate to saying moving and grooving it said something else and like i like looked i saw it like too late like after i posted it so i don't it's remember okay. what it said it's so. funny though um so also to go back to before we wrap up the wrap oh, up yes, episode the wrap episode we are buddy reading caught up for our po- for podcast. The TNT pick of the, of the month. month is going to be caught up by Liz Tom Ford. It comes out October 10th. Um, was still praying for an arc for myself or for you. No arc here. I did not get it. So, I, but you know what? That's okay. We're it's we got I'm nine okay. days. We I, got nine days. Yep. And I while I'm on vacation, I will be ordering the paperback when it comes out. So I make sure I get the last of the city, the city skyline, skyline covers because it is my favorite. They're beautiful. Um, and they're going out. Of print. So if you yeah. do want that, make sure that you do Caught get it. Up will stay out for a while, but Right Move and, and Mile High will be are gone. fading out of yes. the skyline. Ryan forever. Um, but yeah, so if you want to read with us in the month of October, which you absolutely, absolutely, absolutely should. should, again, we are buddy reading Caught Up by Liz Tom Ford. And I think that is it. Um, yes. For I'm, our wrap up episode. I'm super excited. Um, stay tuned next week to hear our thoughts on In the Likely Event yep. by Rebecca Yaros. Uh, spoilers to talk about forever. It. Absolutely. Um, if you have not read it, please go read it before you hit up the episode because we are not holding back literally Absolutely at all. Absolutely not. So we don't want to ruin a single thing in that book. Please do not ruin anything for yourself for that book because it really it, it hits different. It does. So. All right. We love you guys and Thanks for happy listening. reading.
Thank you so much for tuning in today to Tropes and Tantrums. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram. And don't forget, happy reading.